0: Welcome to this episode of Print Run. My name is Eric Kane and with me as always is Laura Zatz. Say hello, Laura.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: So today is May 14th. We've got plenty of things to discuss with you today. Um, but before we get to any of that, as always, how about the basic rundown?
1: Yeah, so it is uh, relatively early on in the month, um, which means that we have three special episodes coming at you mm-hmm. uh, if you are a Patreon subscriber, including our query show and our first pages show. So send us your queries and your first pages for us to critique. We're at printrunpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you have any ideas for an special episode or you want something specific also let us know so eric before we actually get into our specific yeah. like our planned episode yeah. um i i'm a little disturbed mm-hmm. that you have once again declined coming to game with me this week
0: <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad that this debate is making it onto the air well if we have it all the time because we have it all the time and it turns out that it is somewhat I guess story related, you know, book related, in some tangential way that I'm sure you're about to argue at me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but so when you say let's for the, for the listeners yeah. before we get into this, um, tell us what it is that you're inviting me to do.
1: I want you to come play Dungeons and Dragons uh-huh. in a basement yeah. or a related tabletop uh-huh. role-playing game, also known as RPGs. Sure. Yep, that's so, what I want you to do. So.
0: If I remember correctly. Yeah. And forgive me if I do not. Yeah. But these were the people who were like larping in the school building like late at night in college and I would like you would like go in there and there would be like people in costumes and stuff like doing stuff. Is that this?
1: No. No, 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 no. This is tabletop role-playing. LARPing is live action role-playing. Right, and that's
0: that's a different thing.
1: So some people do both.
0: Okay. Uh, Do they ever do do both at the same time? No, never. You never put a costume on to play the game?
1: Sometimes I'll put on a jaunty hat.
0: I was going to say, I feel like I've heard you talk about, like, making sure you were in attire before.
1: Yeah, sometimes I put on a jaunty hat. (laughs) Uh, Usually that's when I'm just doing, like, pulp and I'm, like, a sultry journalist. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but no, we do not typically dress up yeah. other than like, I make sure that I'm not wearing all black because our, uh, GM has two Huskies. Hmm. So,
0: so, so, well, so sell me on it for a second. Okay. Like why, why, first of all, do you think I would enjoy doing this? And second of all, why do you think this is something that feels at all intricately, intricately related to sort of the themes of the show, what we do with the rest of our lives, i.e. book stuff, you know what I mean?
1: Good, good, uh, good challenge. Uh, mm-hmm. I will meet your challenge with a question. And that wow. is um, Eric. It's like a duel
0: in here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Eric, how often do you ever like read a book and you're completely surprised by the ending or like what happens? Like when does it, when, like how often does a book take a complete left turn?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, not that much.
1: Because Truthfully, you understand stories, because right? Because you understand
0: stories and, like, people... And even if you do, you get something that's surprising, mm-hmm. that surprise ends up also feeling like an expected sort of surprise. Like, oh, they picked the surprise ending instead of the real ending, you know? Like, it becomes sort of a defying of convention that is almost a convention in and of itself, you know? Okay.
1: Well, the answer for you, um, why you should game then, is in that reason. So, for me... Gaming is really exciting because uh-huh. I am sitting around a table with anywhere from, you know, three to, you know, six more people and we're all kind of like doing a story together. Yeah. And because you're doing a story together and a lot of it relies on chance, well, like okay, literal so, rolling of a dice, yeah. it's the only time I'm ever truly surprised.
0: Right. Well, so you talk when you say like doing a story together, Yeah. talk to me about like what all that entails. like. It's you guys sitting around. Are you competing? Are you working together? Are you... How do things progress? You know, you just kind of, like, make choices, right? Like, I mean, I'm kind of new yeah. to this whole idea. Well, like, so
1: the idea is is that everybody has a character. And the character yeah. is, like, you decide beforehand. You have a sheet that tells you, like, how good it is at various... You know, uh-huh. how good your character is at right. various things. You know, um, and so you also like think up a backstory and kind of. Do you get you know, to make up
0: the backstory? Yes. You get to just like come up with your whole little separate life.
1: Yes, you do. Does it all
0: come into play, or is there, are there some some details that? Dig- you, you know about yourself that don't end up mattering like if I were to like make up a character could it be like and he's really into artisanal cheeses and have that never like affect the plot whatsoever I mean, but like yes, be that's, something you just like about yourself That sometimes
1: happens yeah. um yeah, that's you know good. usually when that happens it like has an effect on like what you say mm-hmm. or like if you're if you love artisanal cheeses uh-huh. Uh, which I do in real life, like maybe if you were in an inn and you're asking for information, yeah. like...
0: You would frame it around cheese. You would
1: maybe frame it around cheese. But more of like, you know, your story kind of gives you background into like how you know the other characters. Yeah. And also like why you're behaving the way that you do.
0: And you guys are always... Like the idea here, You getting back to the idea of stories, which yeah. is like I think kind of why we wanted to kind of pick it as a thing to talk about. is like... um The narrator, um, is there a narrator? Maybe that's my question. Like, you've got kind of a person in charge, right? Yes. But, like, (laughs) there's a story you're progressing along that you're finding out along the way or you're making up the story. Like, how does it work?
1: So the narration Uh is done by your uh, DM or your Uh GM, Uh depending on what game you're playing. So if you're playing, you know, any other game other than Dungeons & Dragons, Mm -hmm. you're uh, the person that's the narrator, essentially. The person that's, like, running the game. Right. Uh, is your game master
2: uh-huh.
1: uh, in Dungeons and Dragons? It's your DM, which stands for Dungeon Master. But I always feel really weird about calling it that because I do romance publishing, <laughs> and in Dungeon Master and romance novels, yeah. means something very different. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, you have your GM, right. and your GM basically will set up the basic like plot points of the story, mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, this is the goal, this is you know what you're trying to achieve, and depending on the choices that are made therein you will either run into this this or this or you know like they'll have a map drawn out before or something like that and depending on your choices it you know what they have prepped for will either come into play or not. And so they have the bare bones and they're the ones that are, you know, like narrating where it's like, OK, you know, you've walked for X number of hours, you know, you come upon a wood that's this, this and this. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they're the ones that kind of like change the beats and mm-hmm. kind of and they're also the ones that will, you know, keep track of what's happening if there's a fight or something. But in terms of what really happens they're not planning at all. It's not just like you're, you know, you're in a video game and you're forced to They're choose either A or you B. Along
0: a thing, yeah. right? Like right. you
1: can, like if you have, you know, a creature that pops up, you can fight the creature, you can sneak around it, or you can run away, or you can do kind of like a million other things. Mm-hmm. And what you do will depend on how you're interacting with the other players, uh-huh. and who your character is, and how lucky your dice are.
0: You know what? It, ma- it makes me think. You know, hearing you kind of put it that way. It makes me think a little bit about this idea I see people write about online mm-hmm. when they're talking about characters, which is like you see someone like you know like a writer will like send out some little thing about how oh wow you know today one of my characters really surprised me yep and the book and the book changed or my story changed right out from underneath me in a way that I didn't have full control over. You they hear keep that, right? wanting to kiss right exa- exactly like that kind of shit right and I. Um, every time I hear that, I have to confess I find it to be somewhat bullshit. To be honest, really, yeah, no, in a lot of ways. You've written
1: a whole book and you haven't right, worn a, surprised but a, once. But I'm a
0: plotter. Oh, you know what I mean? Like you're sure. you talk about the dichotomy of like people who like to kind of go as they you know as they want and people who plot. But um, it also, but what really kind of strikes me as odd about it is like. Why would you be surprised by something you created? You know like mm. you had like if you you made the character that way, why is the way they're behaving surprising to you? And like there's of course answers to that and there's reasons to it, but just like on a fundamental level I find it a little bit disingenuous to be surprised by something that you you know, I guess you know you see what I'm saying. I see yeah, why it no. happens, but it does get at that idea of like organic story versus planned story and mm-hmm. like it sounds as though the narrator in these games does have a little bit of work to do with regard to adapting to the universe that they're supposedly in control of?
1: Yeah, every I mean, everybody has adaption. Like, you know, right. I I will start out with a character and depending on what the other characters are yeah. and what our backstories are, like for instance, and don't laugh at me. Um one time, you know, I was playing a human thief that ended up working <laughs> with a, you know, uh like a like a circus troupe, right? Yeah. And there was this like goofy, this goofy halfling, which is essentially a hobbit, right? And this goofy halfling was just like super dumb because yeah. when we were making our characters, the role for intelligence was like way below average, right. and so this um, this character and who like I play with a bunch of actors, so like they're also like really good, and I'm just See, this is
0: this is why I can't do it. This is why I can't play because it would just be like drama students. Like sitting around like in character, and I'd be like, you know, checking my phone and shit, and I mean, like having to. Yeah,
1: but it's it, but it's like, I mean, yeah. either that or they're you know like stagehands or something. They all met through theater, right? right? And so, um, but you know, he started playing this like ridiculous loud kind of character, and just to keep the story like going where I wanted it, and to, just to be able to do what I wanted to do, I had to end up being like mom. You know yeah, what I mean? And right. so, like, I was going to be this, like, cranky, beleaguered yeah. kind of thief going into it. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, I saw how this character was interacting and then I said, well, okay, you know, this this character, based on what I know about the character that I created,
0: mm-hmm.
1: being in close cahoots with this dumbass <laughs> would, would actually change how they behave.
0: Is there anyone in your group that, like... And, I mean, maybe they listen to the show, so, you know, no need to Nobody call them Nobody listens out. to the show. <laughs> yeah. That's good that no one listens to this podcast. That's, like, a major plus for me. Um, but also, is there anyone in the group that, like, you know, fucks it up all the time? You've got, like, one person who, like, keeps being, like, the, the drag on the team and whatever it is you were, like, hoping to be, like, suddenly it, like, doesn't work anymore? Because I, mean, I would envision myself as that guy.
1: Actually, that happens quite a bit, but it's not because they're, like, bad at the game. It's Uh because they're too good at the game. Mm. And it's because then their character is like, if you're fighting and I don't have anybody coming after me, I'm just going to, like, walk in the other direction. So that's, like, that
0: actually is a really interesting kind of plot exercise, too. Because you kind of get this idea of, like, um, you know forces that, like, keep characters in certain places and motivations and mm-hmm. things like that. And it's like, well, why? And maybe it's almost like the question would come up, why wouldn't I just go do this thing? And you have yeah. to have a plausible reason, right? Like, I mean, you can't just do whatever you want because there are story-based constraints, right?
1: Well, and the idea is that all these people are together, but it's not like they're always together. Like, a lot of them just, like, meet at the beginning of yeah. the game, you know what I mean? And so, like, a lot of the time, your character is just not going to risk its neck for yeah. you know somebody completely different you know what i mean and so like yeah. yeah there's like that's been something that's been fun for me is like running away <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so or
1: stealing from the other characters. Oh you can steal or, from the other characters yeah, you can totally like backstab them yeah. and like you can oh yeah you can yeah oh uh, <laughs> you have the same large goal but that right, doesn't right. mean you can't fuck each other over well so
0: that's that's actually my next question is like i want to talk about This idea of, like, the large goal, right? Mm -hmm. The quest. Yes. You've put it before to me. Like, what are some examples of, like, the big stories you've had to, like, be a part, whether it's the universe, whether it's the thing you've had to go do, you know?
1: Yeah well um okay so one of one of the things that we did and usually we just do like one-off so usually yeah. we don't have like big yeah. quests but like one of one of the campaigns they're called campaigns when mm-hmm. you have multiple sessions excellent yeah um one of the campaigns we did had to do with restoring a king to his throne like he okay, was really so ill and he was about right. to die right and his crown had gone missing yeah and so the idea is is that like if we the merry band of travelers yeah um, found the crown. Then, like all of a sudden, all the good, all the problems of this like area would be fixed. You right just Fix like, all the issues. Yeah, you would be able to fix. You, yeah, you would be able to defeat the goblins. Like the bad, you know, the bad like regent would go away, uh-huh. and like all this stuff because you know you had the this crown, right. right? And so, um, you know, at first we needed to find these you know we needed to go to this dungeon and find these keys so we could get a magical weapon so right. we could go to the goblin king and then you know kill the goblin king who can only be killed with a magical weapon and like do there's this all these this. little steps along yeah, the way. It's, yeah it's yeah it's very much right. like a video game but a little bit more free form sure yeah or like you need to do this to find the map to do this to get the
0: i'm picturing yeah. like <laughs> i'm picturing like a big quest version of a game where it's like the print run themed version where we like try to like <laughs> save the book industry oh or my something. god
2: <laughs> you know oh where it's god. like the
0: big evil thing is like Jeff Bezos at the end <laughs> of the tunnel and like you have to like get there and like he's st- the boss yeah so I'm I'm picturing like who my like that would be one I would play. Maybe we should play that.
1: You would play should we do you would play the publishing industry. <laughs> should we do that? <laughs> I will play publishing industry Dungeons do- <laughs> and Dragons if you do it with me.
0: Should we do publishing industry Dungeons and Dragons? Oh I my think god. that would be very funny. Oh
1: my god. Well so okay, um, so the complicated thing there yeah, yeah. would be like figuring out who the characters are, right? Yeah. Because every like Dungeons and Dragons character has like a different class right yeah, so the yeah, idea yeah, yeah. is that all of these all of these characters have like different um they all have like different abilities yeah. and innate skills right. and like interests yeah because you're like will... a,
0: you're like a complementary team yeah right? like yeah. as a
1: whole so fun fact about that mm-hmm. the uh, second edition dungeons and dragons when they were trying to figure out what all of the classes were mm-hmm. um they they based it after after uh the cast of the golden girls <laughs>
0: So what I'm hearing now is like we all pick a golden girl, yeah, and then we go try to save the book industry. Clearly,
1: you're Sophia, <laughs> which is like
0: my real life. That's yeah. basically what you're yeah.
1: totally Sophia. Oh, I'm, I'm a, totally Blanche.
0: Okay, I don't know what any of that means, but I'm just gonna you're go Sophia, with it. So. Don't worry. All right, great.
1: You're the you're the cranky mom who comes in with the zingers and keeps talking about like being in the old country.
0: Yeah, D- yeah, that sounds fine. <laughs> um, so, yeah. wait, we, so wait, so you said though we we've got to come up with some characters. Yeah. For so our... for
1: so like for example in yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. There's like the fighter Uh who's the, I mean, there's way more classes than this, but then there's like the cleric who is like your priest essentially, Uh you know, you've got your druid who is like your hippie spiritual type with a little bit of magic. You've got like your ranger who's like your tracker, your archer. Um, you know, you've got your rogue, which is just a fun name for a thief. I don't know why they don't call them thieves because that's fun enough. Uh Um, there's like, you know, your sorcerers, um, you know, you've got your bard, you who is—I kinda... still haven't figured out the point of a bard, but um, they just like do I hope we not get, as like... good magic as sorcerers and like magicians and stuff. But like they just like love art a lot, so I guess it's a good thing.
0: <laughs> so that sounds like the fir- that sounds like the first character that I just came up with right now, which is intern Kevin. <laughs>
1: Uh, Tell me about intern uh, Kevin. No,
0: because I'm, I'm just, like, picturing, like, people in publishing as, like, characters in this game all of a sudden, right? And so you've got intern Kevin who's, like, you know, fresh-faced and in Manhattan. He's, like, he just got some internship at some publishing Does job. he, like,
1: shake like a chihuahua? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. He, like, doesn't really know how to, like, make eye contact yet. And, like, he's it, really embarrassed his, about not knowing how to use the copier his and His
1: button-ups are, like, a size too big. They're a
0: size too big and he buttons them all the way up, you know, instead of, like, doing the Like, and... <laughs> the problem is like major character flaws that he keeps asking for feedback you know like that kind of shit um oh so, so oh my god
1: who would he fight oh my uh, god this is so, so good this is
0: i mean so he's he's got to be one of these right like maybe yeah. he, maybe he can be a bard especially because you have no idea what a bard does like yeah. i like i mean most of the time you know it's like a publishing intern. you don't really yeah
1: know. you don't know why they're uh, <laughs> there <laughs>
0: it's just like and they have like these great
1: intentions but like not a lot of follow through I
0: hope real quick if you are (laughs) if you are a if you are someone who plays Dungeons and Dragons and you like um a bard like if that's like your thing please add us no please yell at us like we want to hear about it so our
1: our 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 GM who will be the first to tell you this is like very big into like he's like a Michael Bay GM right (laughs) and so like all he does is like he's very like epic and like he loves like Conan and like all of that stuff so it's not very like a it's not a very subtle game right so i'm i'm convinced that there is a purpose to being a bard Uh and not in the games that i play so i want somebody to mansplain to me (laughs) why actually i shouldn't ask for mansplaining because this is very much a man's kind of area yeah um but i would love it for somebody to at tell me like what a bard is right um Maybe okay. it's just that they can like finally like kiss the princess uh-huh. and like wake up. Oh, oh, Eric. What? Eric? What do we got? What do we got? That totally reminds me. So there is um, my favorite book this week. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's Princess, a private novel by James Patterson. <laughs> Shit. I need to tell you about this. Uh, okay, so it is, the, it is by a number one best-selling writer and a number one best-selling series. This is an incredible transition. Where, where, Keep going. <laughs> Where Jack Morgan receives an offer he cannot refuse. Hmm. When the head of the world's foremost investigation agency receives an invitation to meet Princess Caroline, third in the line to the British throne, he boards his Gulfstream jet and flies straight to London. It has to be a Gulf Stream. Uh-huh. It always is a Gulf yeah, Stream. Yeah, what are you
0: going to do? I mean, that's the only way to fly.
1: The princess needs Morgan's skills and his discretion. Do you think his discretion has to do with another D something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sophie Edwards, a close friend of the princess, has gone missing, and she needs to be found before the media becomes aware of it. Morgan knows that there's more to this case than he's being told, but what is the princess hiding? <laughs> Do you think James is trying to capitalize on the royal wedding? Well, I
0: keep—I mean, yeah. So I also keep like tweeting at James Patterson to send us a copy of the president is missing, which he hasn't done yet. You should Um,
1: try tweeting Bill Clinton too.
0: Oh, good idea. Yeah, but also mostly I appreciate that you were able to actually get one planned segment for the show (laughs) in today. Like, I'm glad that we got James Patterson book the weekend because well, um, apparently
1: we're just busy like writing a new game. No,
0: we've scrapped. No, we scrapped the rest of what we're doing because now it's
1: clearly not as important as intern. Kevin. No,
0: now I'm figuring out how Intern Kevin is bringing down Amazon. That's my new Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> do you know, thing. Do you know so, what would be
1: the bane of Intern Kevin? What? Like everybody in the troop would probably fight this monster. Besides, but like it, a
0: closed door meeting that requires eye contact. What? What? Like what?
1: <laughs> it would be like a copy machine that like comes alive and like spits spits yeah. paper at you till yeah, you yeah, get yeah. like the death of a thousand cuts. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like as. As you keep like hitting out at it, it just like won't die kind of like the the copy machine in office yeah. space. That's yeah. excellent. Okay, right. so, so intern Kevin. So what do
0: we, yeah, what do we have so far? Because now I'm like picturing this game that we're gonna need to play. We need to get like other publishing folks yeah. together and play this. Because so we've got um, we've got the big giant task of saving the book industry. Yeah. Right. And so far the only person doing that is our stupid little intern. <laughs> so maybe we need like someone else. Like who else we got?
1: Uh well there's an editor
0: you need an editor yeah so who could you have Um, as an editor like tell me about our like so our
1: editor has um what in any other place other than new york city uh would be kind of like uh an edgy soccer mom haircut but like in new york (laughs) city like with like tailored tailored white shirts and like black slacks and like Cool, like publishing loafers. It like actually looks super cool and Mm -hmm. fresh and edgy. Yep. Um, she's like 28.
0: Yeah, no, that's Um, that's the right
1: age. She's like 28.
0: So they're like just newly like an associate editor, sort of like maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah. and she like (laughs) she hasn't been broken yet by like wanting to get like all the good books, but then being turned down.
0: But it's like thinking about. She's like thinking about breaking. She, you know what I mean? Like it's like we're like right She goes th- home
1: at night and like <laughs> eats a pint of Halo top. <laughs>
0: We're, like, right there on the edge, yeah. It's, like, one of those things where this person is, like, going to, like, ed board meeting after edboard board meeting with, like, fantastic books and, like, they keep getting shot down by, like, just cry. no reason. Yeah, exactly. And they're, like, like offering right. on
1: shitty books twice as much as she makes in a year. Right,
0: right, right, exactly. Yeah. So,
1: okay, so that, that, that brings up something interesting. So on top of the characters, we need to, like, have the little quests, right? Yeah. Like, the little, like, you know, the little camp... Like, bits that make up a campaign, right? right. And, and so, s- like, for this one, the main thing, the main struggle will be, like, paying your rent on time.
0: Yeah, so that's that's definitely one of them. Paying rent is definitely one of the quests. Um, the ed board meeting without should be crying. a Without crying.
1: Getting through ed board without crying.
0: I'm picturing a major theme throughout this game being trying to do it without crying. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, at every step, like, if your character, like, avoids weeping openly, like, on a ma- <laughs> on a major thoroughfare... You've really, like, you have you get, like, bonus. I don't know if you get bonus points in this game or, like, how it works. But you definitely, like, what, whatever the reward system mm. is, like, it's good to not cry. Yeah. And because it's a pitfall at all times. And so, like, what? If you've got this ed board meeting is one of the episodes, right? Like, what's in it? You've got... The, you know, the pitch where you're, like, all excited and then you've got, you know, like, I don't know, intern Kevin probably wrote the copy because the editor was too busy to write it. And it's and got, so, like, two
1: typos in it.
0: Yeah, yeah, It's definitely got typos that people are totally hung up on instead of, like, paying attention to the fact that this book is, like, prob- would, like, probably win the Pulitzer. You know, like, that's kind of the thing. <laughs> um, the,
1: the, the, like, 22-year-old <clears throat> publicist, like, it doesn't want to sell it because she doesn't know what, like, the... The, the noun in the title means.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then the that publicist can also just that can be one of our other characters too. Yeah. You can have the okay. publicist. What
1: is so what is the what is the publicist?
0: The publicist, first of all, is someone who just asks over and over and over again, who's the audience for this? <laughs> just again and again and again in the meeting. Just like without uh, any real like thought or anything, just as like a filler question to make it seem like she did her homework. And uh
1: you and know. her and her name will always be like Whatever was one of the top three girls' names 22 years before this yeah. this, this episode is set. Yeah. Right? Right. Um, what else? She will be the first one to run and hide. Mm-hmm. Uh, because yeah. you know that she's going to be leaving in a few years. Well,
0: you won't know, though, because the, the emails are never going to come back. Yeah. Like, you know, like-
1: yeah. She's also really great at, like have like not feel not appropriately fielding like panicked author emails right like they'll send they'll send a question and then the the publicist will just like not respond for like a week and then they'll they'll like respond to something tangential but like not actually what the author was worried about Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah
0: so this is good so this is we've got kind of a we've got kind of a shitty band of travelers so far
1: (laughs) do you know what Um, we need eric hmm. you know what we need Hmm. we need
0: us we do need us, yeah. So who could? Well, so I've actually. What's the
1: agent like?
0: Yeah, we need we need an agent in there somewhere. Um, so the first thing I feel like. So who do we have here? We've got an intern, we've got an editor, we've got a publicist. Yep. Um, if you're gonna add an agent, I feel like the major character flaw of the agent is that they're just perpetually logged on.
1: Oh yeah. It's that
0: they're like basically just sitting there all day on Twitter, like looking at various like posts and things from people and then just like quote tweeting with oh my god a manuscript wish list like mswl like over everything they like 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 people will be tweeting about things that have nothing to do with books i'm and feeling just, very
1: like... attacked right now eric i'm feeling very yeah, attacked. good
0: um but yeah you can just have like the overly like Internet savvy agent who just like sits there and reads posts all day. And talks
1: about how busy they are all the time. That's
0: a key, that's a key facet. And instead of of,
1: doing their work, they just start a podcast.
0: Right. Yeah, that rings really true. (laughs) 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 Doing some, doing some self-reflection.
1: What else? Okay. So one, one thing that I would love to see the agent have to deal with uh in this game. Yeah. Is like having to like balance the the like the event and like the the online rhetoric of like how much they like drinking and how much they do drink with like also being a professional with
0: like their very real alcohol problem the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their yeah.
1: desk wine Yeah,
0: exactly yeah you said you had desk wine today
1: yeah we drank it
0: should we should we talk about the desk wine
1: i mean Laura? like where else are that way your fiance isn't gonna drink it like if it's in your desk No one will know except for you. And then you and your good friend Eric can come and do a podcast that gets totally off the rails and you can drink your desk wine. You love my desk wine. I don't know why you're attacking it.
0: I wasn't attacking it. I was simply asking about it. But if you're gonna if you're gonna be all defensive, maybe that's a whole other the only, issue. The
1: only problem with the desk wine is that it has to be a red because it's not refrigerated. Mm. I'm sure somebody refrigerated
0: drawers. That's the <laughs> key. I,
1: I was just gonna say. I was like, I'm sure somebody has yeah. invented a desk with yeah. a refrigerated wine drawer.
0: Yeah, that uh, would be key. Wow. Wow.
1: Okay, so new Patreon goal. Seven...
0: <laughs> We that's need for to make <laughs> <salaried> agents. <laughs>
1: They've
0: got refrigerated drawers. They've got refrigerated um, desk
1: wine. Yeah, yeah, new new Patreon goal is that we need enough money per month to uh, furnish our 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 desk refrigerated desk wine.
0: That's good. That's that would a be good, great. That's a good constructive vision for. The I was show. actually yeah. just
1: thinking about downgrading us yeah. to box wine because oh. you're a fish.
0: Yeah. Well, hey. What do you want from me? <laughs> um, so we've got the agent. You know what we need. I, I'll tell you what? what. I'll tell you what our epic. So we've got this. Um, we've got this epic story. Yeah. Right. Of we, saving publishing. We've got. We're saving publishing. So far, we've got the Ed Board meeting. We've got these, you know, various band of, you know, overworked, underpaid millennials. You know, <laughs> kind of going through the work. This is one of the characters, and this might be the one I would like to play. Yeah. Jonathan. We need a Jonathan. <laughs>
1: We hat. Okay, so who who is Praytel?
0: Jonathan. So Jonathan can be anybody, but you can picture Jonathan. Jonathan is either the over acclaimed author yep. who is everybody's pain in the ass. Like, are there? Let me ask you this: Are there like opposing forces when you play Dungeons and Dragons? Like, can someone be the bad guy?
1: Well, so nobody can be the bad guy, but you can be like a fundamentally evil character.
0: Okay, yeah, like, so that's Like, do you ever Jonathan. see? Do you ever see those yeah. charts
1: online where it's like lawful and chaotic? It's like yeah. a chart that's lawful to chaotic. Right. So there's lawful, oh, neutral, yeah, and yeah, chaotic. Yeah, yeah. And then there's yeah, I, and then there's I feel like I see never evil, the, neutral, and good.
0: I feel like I never see the actual chart for that i see like a bunch of horrible ironic like joke versions of it
1: yeah Yeah. that's because there is no actual chart for it because you can be any of those nine things so you can be like you can be a chaotic evil or you can be like double neutral or you can be like a chaotic good so like you can be like a fundamentally evil character that's just like for whatever reason of their own is trying to achieve the same thing
0: yeah so i've never
1: played somebody evil
0: So, like, where would my, I'm just imagining this character right now, like, where does my Jonathan, who, um, you know, has a bunch of, like, terrible takes about, like, the Me Too movement and emails Natalie Portman a lot, like, where, like, where is, where is that one fitting in? Um.
1: I don't know. I mean, like, okay. So talk to me. Like, is he a is he a white man of a certain age, or is is he young?
0: No, you need you need you need the white man of a certain age. It's publishing, right? Like, if you're gonna have an accurate facsimile of like why publishing needs saving, like this is the this is what we're saving it from. Yeah, like Jonathan is the problem.
1: Yeah, he has his assistant, like. (laughs) Like yeah. program numbers into his phone because he doesn't know how to do yeah, yeah, yeah. it, and like his cheek always presses the mute button. Yeah,
0: he definitely dictates like his emails. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. He uh
1: he has a he always has a comb in his back pocket. He has yeah. a very large watch. Um, <laughs> too,
0: some would say too large.
1: Some would say too large. Do yeah, you because, wonder
0: what he's compensating yeah, for? Yeah,
1: because it turns out he just has very fuzzy wrists. Um. <laughs>
0: What is what is a fuzzy wrist? It's
1: when you know, like when when like everybody has arm hair, right? But it's like like it's a man whose arm hair is, is just robust. A, this is such like, a
0: good episode all, of the show.
1: <laughs> like all the way down, yeah. To his, yeah. you know, you you've heard me for a year and a half talk about tropes and like romance and shit, and now it's the time to trope our own industry, right, 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 yeah. Um, so what does Jonathan do? Like, what is he in charge of? Because he's for sure in charge because he's a white man of a certain. Well, he's
0: age. written the Great American Novel.
1: Oh, right. okay.
0: He's See, written I... like it's like five hundred and fifty sure. pages. It needs like cutting by a hundred pages so from like never do it. from like our editor over here, right? Like so, we've got that in play. Um, I'm trying He'll to. will call her sweetie. <coughs> There's definitely something horrible there. Yeah. Um, so this is a person who needs defeating. Yep. Um, we've got our Jonathan, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to think, like, what are some of the other Ooh. little, yeah,
1: sales, sales. Sales. You need
0: sales, and you also need like some internal like production people who are going to yeah. like fuck up the typesetting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So first, sales. Yeah. So sales will be a person who is illiterate, <laughs> who has not read a book in like ten years.
0: There's so many salespeople who are going to be mad at you for this. I
1: know, but because I
0: feel like that is not fair. But keep going. It's not fair. Keep no, it's going. not at yeah, all fair. Yeah, They're all not fair. I didn't start this podcast to be fair to anyone. So. <laughs>
1: So the salesperson never reads the book because they're expected to be able to sell, you know, fifty titles in a season, and that's not physically possible. Like even if you only read your publisher's books, that's not possible. Mm -hmm. So they just like are bullshitting it all the time. Right? Yeah. Um, What else? Like maybe a cranky guy, like a cranky guy who like waddles a little bit when he when like because his feet are a little bit like yeah, but bo- he's he's a little bit bowlegged.
0: Here's the thing about here's the thing about waddling guy yeah. though. I'm already picturing him. <laughs> um, is that this is someone who's in house? Maybe they're like a production editor or mm. someone. Oh wait,
1: so this is a different person than sales waddle.
0: Oh, they can be the. I mean, you can have look. It's publishing. Lots of people can waddle. <laughs> 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 um, but I'm uh, the one I'm thinking of is this, you know, a production person or anyone on the kind of the in- interior side where like they were gonna retire, but then like 2008 happened and like now they can't retire and they're like, mm. now they're like taking like typeset, like PDF, like comment instructions from people like a third their age and they're like super not happy about yeah when
1: they're feeling really cranky instead of replying to an email they'll just start a new email thread with the response
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) or the other the other really passive aggressive move is when you is to like annotate an email Mm. and you know do do you do you ever get that like some people do that now. Where they where like
1: write down below, yeah. like in the thread. They're like in blue. <coughs> yeah,
0: they'll just like see below. I do that and all the time, but I, only with
1: editorial I hate emails. That.
0: I think that is like never do that to me. Ever.
1: Okay. <laughs> um so I feel like we're missing a key person in publishing. And maybe he's like,
0: Well, so far the all bookstore. of our people suck. Like maybe everybody. he's
1: the bookstore events coordinator mm. or something. Like mm-hmm. the person who's got like he's like A guy who's, like, a millennial, like, a young millennial with, like, the hipster glasses and, like, really, really tight chinos and, like, a slightly fashy haircut. Mm -hmm. Relatable. Um, Yeah, and all he cares about is, like, chapbook poetry Mm -hmm. and he, like, scoffs Mm -hmm. at you for, like, wanting to sell books at his place of work, which is a, you know place of you know free market capitalism Yeah,
0: exactly yeah but anyone who buys anything is kind of evil to him yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah
1: um who else doing i mean i feel like you know should should like the evil boss that you need to defeat like should that be like the publisher or should the publisher be in the merry band
0: i think that the so it depends how i think it depends how high up you want to go because if you're saving Mm. the book industry your boss isn't necessarily the one killing it right yeah they're like helping kill it because they're stopping you and of course you are the person the one person in publishing who could possibly stand to save yeah. it as opposed to everybody else who's killing it right um, but you know I think that the problem you need like you need like some uh, you need like a Silicon Valley presence you need like the like a tech,
2: Mm. angle
0: who's like out there like ruining everything you know Mm -hmm. and that's i mean i realize that that's separate from like the amazon thing who wants to turn all books into a
1: Prezi presentation right
0: exactly like you need that um so that's kind of your big bad guy i think is just like looming (laughs) like this looming corporate takeover
1: (laughs) looming jeff bezos right
0: exactly like that's kind of what you're leading up to
1: um okay so I feel like that's a fairly good band. Yeah,
0: it's a good band of characters. We need like some. We need some like plot points. Some now, plot though.
1: points. Some yeah. some quests and yeah. the monsters that they yeah. uh, that they defeat therein. So yeah. obviously it's to save publishing, mm-hmm. right? And you can't save publishing if you don't have anywhere to live, right? So paying your rent on time, yeah, is probably one of the first and most <laughs> reoccurring campaign like parts yeah. of the campaign, right? right? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah so that's that's key i think like i'm kind of envisioning you have to like once you you know do all of the do all of the side hustle work and like you know feel really personally attacked by that like fiverr ad on the subway <laughs> you have to like cr- crawl into the depths of your five fifth floor uh, walk up
0: the fucking fiverr ad You yeah. know you
1: have to you have to like crawl into the well, depths like the of oscar your...
0: health insurance yeah. one <laughs>
1: But you go into right. your, your like, the basement yeah. of your fifth-floor walk-up, mm-hmm. and you go mm-hmm. to find your super, and you have yeah. to, like, it's basically like an old-school dungeon crawl mm-hmm. where you have to, like, fight a gigantic spider or, mm-hmm. like, a rat or, like, you know, like, a sleeping homeless person.
0: So when I lived, when I lived in Washington Heights,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, we had sort of a similar situation to that, actually, where you would have to kind of go, if you wanted anything done. Yep. in in the apartment. You would mm-hmm. have to go into the basement and write on this chalkboard.
1: Right? Mm. You kind
0: of just like write. But then
1: but then somebody else who wants to have their thing done more than you can just erase oh, your yeah, thing. Oh
0: to- yeah, totally. I never got anything done. I was like killing mice by myself. I was like doing doing Oh, with... you
1: poor sweetie. I know. It was
0: it was, it was really traumatic. I um, had yeah.
1: Can I, can I tell you a crazy dead mouse, mouse story?
0: Well, okay. Let's trade dead mice stories, please. Yes, go. Okay. <laughs> You're first. I don't remember what we were going to talk about. I don't, it doesn't
1: today. matter. But I need to tell you this dead mouse yeah. story because yeah. clearly we just threw no, this side, episode out side, of... We've
0: sidetracked. Yep. Okay. Um,
1: so I was living in London and I had my first publishing right. My first publishing internship. Right. Um, and I had to wake up really early in the morning because I was going on the other side of the city and then I had like a mile to walk and da, 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 da. And all of my, my flatmates... Who were all like also twenty-two year old, yeah. you know, girls. Right. Um. Didn't have to, you know, didn't have to, whatever. So we had um this really long skinny apartment, and somebody saw a mouse in the living room, and it went like living room, my room, and then two more bedrooms, right? Mm-hmm. Uh. And I was like, okay, it's a mouse. Woo. Right. You know, it's a mouse. Whatever. Um. And then. One night I, you know, was going to bed and I heard this shrieking from the very, very far – this very, very far um – room the bedroom and the mouse had gone all the way across the apartment and into this bedroom and then oh. they were like we're not gonna sleep until we do this and i was like clearly you've never killed a mouse before um but i was like i'm tired you of going to bed
0: at killing mice by this point in your life well
1: yes but i was also really tired so mm-hmm. i was like i'm not dealing with this shit mm-hmm. i cannot deal with girls screeching right now i'm going to bed sure so i went to bed one sure. thing to know about me is that when i fall asleep wow uh-huh. I am, like, the dead, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, only the zombie apocalypse can wake me, right? And so, but sometimes, you know, if you talk to me while I am dead asleep, I will talk back to you. Uh, And so, like, my beautiful vegetarian and vegan flatmates Mm -hmm. got this big, like, they were, like, they're going to, like, suss the mouse out and they're going to, like, put this bowl over it, this, like, mixing bowl and then take it outside, right? right? Even though it'll already come back into the building. But whatever, you know, I was asleep. I didn't have any say. So they did that. But then uh, the person overshot and the bowl, the mixing bowl, came down on the mouse's (laughs) body and they broke its little back. Jesus. And it died. Uh. And then none of them could touch it or none of them knew what to do with it because Mm -hmm. they had never disposed of a dead mouse before. Um, And so one of them came into my room and they were like, Laura, the mouse is dead. What do we do? And in my sleep, which I have no recollection saying, I said, I don't know. I don't care. Just throw it out the window. And so they threw it out the window. They threw it out the fifth floor window.
0: I'm picturing right now. Story aside, I'm picturing this within the context of this game we're devising. I'm picturing like a, you know, whoever's job it is to like narrate this to the players at the table. Like narrating this episode of like yeah now your flatmate throws the mouse out when you're like sitting there trying to figure out like what to do next and it was like know?
1: raining because it was like <laughs> November in London and I woke up the next morning and I was like packing <clears throat> my lunch and da 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 yeah. da and the, and the roommate came out and she's like we threw it out the window just like you said and I was yeah. like say what yeah. and so that's my mouse story so
0: one thing that that makes me think of too is like. There's a lot of dice rolling. There's in this a lot game, of, I right? would
1: show you my dice, but they're in the car because I never know when I'm going to hashtag you keep, game.
0: <laughs> you just keep them around? Yeah, they're just in so, my front seat. There's like a lot of little moments of chance, right? So I'm yeah. picturing this like, you know, other rent related store, other apartment mm-hmm. li- related stories, you know, oh, now there's a mouse you got to deal with and now you don't get to sleep, you know, like. It's or bed bugs a lot of oh bed bugs are a big one mm. there was like a disproportionately high number yeah. of publishing people i know who have dealt with bed yeah. bugs
1: or like your neighbor has a ferret which is illegal in new york city <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but so like talk to me about yeah. the mechanics of the dice rolling yeah good like, question. how does it work because like so, how can we work that in
1: so the idea is, is okay <clears throat> so are we talking about when you're fighting or when you're not fighting
0: it's publishing. We're always fighting. Okay. Everyone so. is constantly fighting. Even when you're not fighting, <laughs> you're, you're fighting, fighting. <laughs> You're fighting yourself. You're fighting your pantry. You're fighting your boss. You're fighting everyone. Okay. We're so fighting.
1: So when you are fighting, so the very first thing that you do is usually you do something dumb or something inevitable. Yeah. yeah. And then your GM goes... Roll for initiative, which is basically, like, you're rolling <laughs> I rolled to a lot see. of zeros on that yeah, one. You can't roll a zero, Eric.
0: Whatever the lowest one is, a one. Can one. I roll a one? Uh,
1: yeah. So you roll, uh, you roll, and then whoever gets the highest one gets to go first, yeah. right? And so it's right. the GM, usually, and then, like, some games you, you do each individually, but then uh, most of them you do, like, it's your GM gets to roll once, and then one person in the troop gets yeah. to roll, right? Yeah. Um, and if we go first... Then all of us get to go, and then it's the GM's turn. And then you roll again. Mm -hmm. And then if they win the next time, then the GM gets to go twice in a row. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. So you do that. Um, And so that's just to figure out who goes first.
0: So like okay. you could we could have like a situation where you're like rolling the dice to like decide if you're having a depressive episode yes. today.
1: Yeah. So that so like yeah. if you're and like when you're actually fighting. So that's right. just to decide who gets to fight first. Oh, okay. And so mm. then when you're actually fighting, you're gonna be like, Okay, well I am going to eat this pint of Ben and Jerry's at my yeah, desk yeah, yeah. because I'll be here until I die right. and then I'll feel better. And then Mm -hmm. the GM will be like, okay, great, roll for it. And you do a roll, and depending on what, like, weapon you're using or what skill you're using, um, you have a percentage of, or, like, you have to get a certain number or above or below to, like, make it. And then when you make it, you get to um, roll for, like, how many, like, hit points you do. Uh-huh. which is like how much damage will it be right. so like if i'm battling my crushing depression how much will this ben and jerry's help <laughs> And will each weapon MTAs,
0: like will yeah. the express train be running? Like I'm picturing all yeah. kinds of good dice. Well so roll that situations. that would be
1: more of like a luck roll.
0: Okay. Where you're like yeah. you have
1: to roll under your luck. Right. Or something like that. Yeah. And so you yeah. like have a specific number for that. And if you roll above it, then you're shit out of luck. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah. Um, and so you roll for a lot of things. So you can like narrate and you can be like, I wanna do this, and they'll be like, roll for it. And if you don't make it, it doesn't happen. Now what's really funny is when you're you roll like you're you're rolling and then you roll a one which mm-hmm. is called a critical fail yeah that's so, me i'm gonna
0: get a lot of those yeah. in my little narrative here. yeah
1: so it's like when you try to do something and you roll a one it's your critical fail so then something like completely opposite happens so like if you're fighting you know you go to swing your axe at something and you roll a one instead you end up chopping your own leg off
0: oh geez or like hitting God.
1: your friend <clears throat> or something like that and so that could be really funny in you publishing accidentally,
0: you accidentally hit send on like the venti draft emails you are t-
1: or you reply all
0: <laughs> i'm trying to remember the funniest reply all situation like i remember one time um the entire maybe i've told this on this st- on the show before but this. like all of oxford university press like united states and england like both presses were arguing about like whether or not there was milk on the new york ninth floor Um, That was really good. And it was like lots and lots of people like weighing in. And like I had a friend who was like about to leave. And so he kind of like stopped caring about whether or not.
1: You never stopped caring.
0: Yeah. He like it was one of those things where he like didn't mind like, you know, messing around like on this thing. And he kept replying that, well. He he's like to the whole company was responding about how he had some goat's milk in a drawer and if this person needed some milk he'd come over to, it was like this whole like long paragraph about like keeping milk in his head it's is very that funny.
1: is that where you got the idea to sign all of your emails right before you were leaving tony america <laughs>
0: yeah yeah that was good that was that was my old friend max he tony, was
1: tony america a wayward
0: soul who i miss very dearly oh. um
1: yeah. So yeah, you just have to roll for all that shit. Yeah. And it's fun because yeah. sometimes you fuck it up.
0: Yeah. Which is um, often
1: what happens in publishing.
0: Yeah, yeah, usually you fuck it up, right? Yeah. And sometimes it works and sometimes it's, or it's great. like
1: you convince uh you convince everybody that this book you acquired is gonna be like really successful and they print fifty thousand copies yeah. and then you sell like ten. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um so I mean it kind of begs the question how like what possible avenues are there to save publishing you know what I mean like because right now what we have we've got this huge and this actually I think we've sort of run into like what's indicative of the larger problem of the industry is that (laughs) we've got this giant problem yep and on the other end all we have are like people just like struggling to get through their days like from start to finish in a way that doesn't kill them and so you need like some bridge elements like where is progress made like what I guess like you you know, over time maybe you come up with a system in which, you know, you acquire books that everybody somehow suddenly like the paperback market has like bounced back. You know? Amazing. <laughs> like, or
1: like, yeah. Or like people actually stop pitting ebooks against audiobooks, <coughs> right. against print books, and they're just like, Hey, good, people are reading. Look, everyone's just the have nook it is accessible. Back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the nook the nook is not back. The
1: nook will never be back. <laughs>
0: uh. God.
1: Uh, um. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, I think a big part of it also, we would need to. We need. We would need to add some more bookstores into this yeah. game for it we, to save publishing. We also
0: do need a, We also do need the debut author yes. as a character. We haven't added that person yes. yet. Yes. So we would need like. Oh, how many people can play?
1: Um. You know. Like I how don't big really are know. you? How
0: big are the groups? When I you're know playing?
1: how big our table is. How big is your table? So our table will fit the GM and then like. one, two, three, four, five. Like, seven people tops? Hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah. Man, we should have to... We'll have to get this going, because I think that...
1: I know. <laughs> How many months have I been telling if, you? If we
0: can't do it... In... Yeah, no, now I'm in. I'm ready to play. But, like, I feel like my character, whoever I end up being is just... You're
1: Jonathan, obviously. It's just,
0: it's just going to get bogged down, like, doing some, like, stupid shit over and over again. You know, like, I'll get, like, totally fixated with, like, trying to, like, make sure, like... I have, like, right shade of light in my room so that I can write the great American novel or some <gasps> stupid shit, you know, like, it's not going to be a, I don't figure I don't view myself as a very productive member of the team. You know Let what, though? put it though? to you that way.
1: That's okay, because you can be the one drawing fire. It'll be great.
0: Oh, so, like, one person, there's, like, one person on the squad who just, like, gets shot at by the world?
1: I mean, there can be. Uh-huh. There can be. Yeah. You know, you can be whatever you want.
0: More and more I'm empathizing with intern Kevin for all this. Because I feel like he's like the he's like kind of the one doing the unpaid labor, you know?
1: Well, yes. I mean everybody's doing the unpaid labor <clears throat> yeah, except that's for true. the executive. Yeah, but that's true. But Kevin is doing the most. <sighs> Kevin yeah. is doing the most unpaid labor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we could you know what we should we should roll some dice and figure out some characters.
0: We need so who like I'm trying to think of who the perfect like narrator of this would be the dm or whatever you're talking about like who who could like lead this game
1: Ooh, like as a real like a real life person i'll tell you
0: who i want as a real life person i just thought of it right now i want deborah treisman to do it okay Uh, she's like the new yorker fiction podcast lady Mm. you know and she's like obviously honestly like at this point if you've made it this far into this episode like Definitely turn us off and go listen to her because she's way better than us, and she like has a point to her show. Eric
1: <laughs> god damn it!
0: So go listen to Deborah; she's delightful. But anyway, also Deborah, come narrate our Dungeons and Dragons publishing game. Yeah, it'll be just like her and her like oh, nice little no. voice, like, mm, "Welcome, you have like." roll the two and now your character can't get out of bed today like it'll be like this whole thing
1: (laughs) um so not to like throw a whole wrench in everything that we just built in this hour um but i think instead of using dungeons and dragons as our base gaming system we should use call of cthulhu specifically
0: now i'm now i'm mad again
1: specifically (laughs) because in call of cthulhu if Uh you do something dumb or wrong or like you're privy to some sort of like yeah secret your sanity goes away
0: yeah no that's and good. then you no, go we, crazy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i that that's something we definitely need yeah. um that's definitely a part of this like whatever whichever um version of this sort of activity yeah. emphasizes deteriorating mental health the most
1: definitely call of cthulhu Yeah, that's the
0: one we want to use um yep. because that's going to be uh the most true to life so yeah
1: <laughs> On that note, Can I we, think, yeah, <laughs> do we have
0: a name for it? Like, what's
1: um I, what's I the mean... name of our game? I
0: feel like we need, like a grandiose, you know, title for our epic quest um, to save books,
1: okay. So like, I mean, I just was thinking publishing D&D, but it could be... Well, that's fine, but,
0: like, maybe we need... um, Like, Call of Cthulhu is way cooler than publishing d Yeah, well, I just... I
1: played a game, like, two weeks ago that was called (coughs) Capes, Cowls, and Murder... And Villains Most Foul. So, I like the idea of, like, rhyming.
0: Yeah, okay, I'll come Um, up with some rhyming. So,
1: it could be, like, books... Uh... I'm out of things that rhyme with books. Um, nook. nook does, books, but the nook is dead, so we
0: can't have that.
1: And dead something. So I don't know. We'll yeah. figure it out. We're going to crowdsource Jesus. this. We're going to crowdsource this.
0: Anyway, this is going to be, I feel like we should do this for like a special episode. Publishing in like dragons. Things, yeah, where we like play this out. I'll ask
1: Troy. He's our GM. Ask He'll Troy. do it for us.
0: Get on that, Troy. Shout out to Troy. Troy doesn't uh.
1: listen, but I'm going to make him.
0: Um, oh Christ, should we do something normal on this show? Should we do Probably. like a right tip? Like, do we have one?
1: Yeah, but you're going to hate it. Why? You're going to hate Because I know you. You're going to hate What's it. What's the right tip? Because the right tip today uh-huh. is to protect your eyeballs. What?
0: What do you... <laughs> wh- why? So, what?
1: Okay, so a little bit of background. I had LASIK about Wait, like it's seven... literally
0: about eyeballs. Sh- this, this right? Sh-
1: Shut up. So I had LASIK like seven or eight months ago, and I have noticed since then that my eyes get drier and more fatigued, and that like screens are hard on me. And I understand I'm so that are right I know I said you would be <laughs> like all the LED backlit shit. Not only is it messing with your circadian rhythms, but it is it is. Uh, adversely affecting the health of your eyes. So here are my tips for you. Because you're going to be spending so much time on the computer writing your goddamn novel, <laughs> get your blue light glasses. There's also I've a... I've never
0: heard of blue light glasses. Well, what in the hell is that?
1: you're missing out. So it's we're glasses now, that just, protect against blue light. Just so
0: I can keep track, we are now the publishing show that, <laughs> basically, that has dispensed the critical writing advice of getting glasses and then, like... I'm totally. not done yet,
1: so you can get blue light glasses. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. You can there's an app that yeah. you can get on your computer that's right. called Flux that will like change the the like warmth of mm-hmm. your display screen based on the time of day. Mm-hmm. You can turn your brightness down. Mm-hmm. You can take breaks every 20 minutes. Take 20 seconds to look at something 20 minutes off in the distance. Right. That that will protect your eyes. I want you guys. So, when I first started agenting, I'd get these emails about like, I'm looking for a new agent because my old agent went blind. And that really? is terrifying to me. And I don't want that to happen to you, writer. So, protect those peepers. Yeah. And also just like tweet Eric at Eric about all of your blue light glasses.
0: My suggestion, I think, for the week, my right tip is You don't get your own. You do not get your own. If, you, <laughs> you, if, you, were, your if own. you were thinking about reviewing us on iTunes, don't do it after this episode. Do it <laughs> Do it after a later one, or go listen back. Go listen to one of the other ones that Are people like. Are impeccably
1: researched yeah, and like yeah, well yeah, yeah. structured. Go listen
0: to one where yeah. we were like good and like interesting, instead of this one where we made up a tabletop game and then told you to get LASIK. Like, I it, didn't tell
1: you to go get LASIK. I told you to get blue light glasses.
0: Please consult a medical professional before deciding to get LASIK. Um, <sighs> please take a, take me out back like old Yeller and shoot us. <laughs> Can you end this episode, please?
1: Thank you much for joining us on this this uh very uh unexpected folks, episode of print run folks folks <laughs> please send us your uh queries and your first pages to us we're at printrunpodcast@gmail.com at and we will see you for i promise a more uh researched episode yeah no we're gonna act, we'll actually
0: like do all the stuff we planned for this week that week that'll be yeah that'll probably be yeah
1: all right anyway bye